Hi, this is Lucia with The Art of Love. I'm a dating and relationship expert specializing in helping you get your ex back. Today, I'm going to take you on a journey. A journey of a man who got his girl back after he had been needy, after he over-pursued, after he behaved as a beta male. I'm going to go through all our correspondence, the texts, the things he wanted to do, the things I allowed him to do, and the things I told him not to do, which was often. He heard the word no from me a lot. But before we start, I want to remind you to be sure to subscribe if you haven't already, so you don't miss out on any future videos. And while you're at it, tap the bell icon so you'll be notified when a new video is up. So this is going to be a long <laughs> journey, so make sure you have time to listen, sit back and enjoy. So when he came to me, when he contacted me about coaching, they had been broken up for two months. And I asked him, what reason did she give for the breakup? And he said that she said the reasons were personal hardships, death of a loved one, language barrier, they're two different languages, fear of the future and issues with her family. Yeah, right. That's all BS. <laughs> but they got to say something, right? It's like, oh, well, someone died, so I have to break up with you. What? It was because he had turned her off. It was not because of the language barrier or anything like that. I asked him what he thought led to the breakup. He said, I believe I was too emotional, sharing my emotions constantly. Oh, yeah. Saying I love you too much. Ew. Needy, wanting confirmation that she was into me, loved me, and desperate to hang on. Oh, yeah. That'll do it. And I also asked him, in the two months you were broken up before we spoke, how many times did you reach out to her? He says, I reached out to her several times. I would text her and she wouldn't respond. So I would text her again <laughs> or wait a few days and try again. She wasn't talking to me and I was pushing it. And then I said, how many times did you see her? Try to see her or run into her. What were her responses? He said, I would try to see her at least twice a week when I dropped off my laundry. She worked at a laundromat that he went to every week. She was standoffish, like we didn't have much to talk about, like I was bothering her. Well, you were bothering her because she didn't want to see you. How many times did she reach out to you, if any, and what were your responses? Before the no contact, I might have gotten a response in a text if I waited over two weeks. But after my response to her, I wouldn't hear back for a long time, if at all. It was me trying to make it happen, and it didn't feel like she was interested at all. I thought of nothing but her 24-7, and things got interesting when I started the no contact, <laughs> especially when she reached out after a few weeks and I still ignored her. Avoiding going to the laundry was the real key, I believe. Well, I think speaking to me was also the real key. Okay. <laughs> Just saying. Okay, so let's start off. So then I came on the scene. And I said, all right, dude, you are going into no contact and you are not to respond to any text from her unless I give you the okay to do that. <laughs> and you know what? He listened to me. That's the key. So then finally she reached out to him. Um, she said, hey, how are you? He didn't respond. Five days later, she wrote, you could at least text me, leave me alone, not ignoring me. Oh, really? Well, she ignored him, and now <laughs> now she's upset that he's ignoring her. Oh, my, how the tides have changed. I wanted just to know how you're doing and tell you I don't like that your neck is uncovered with this coat. Please take care. Remember, she works at the laundromat, so that's the coat she's talking about. It's like, oh, now you're worried about him get being cold? 
So I told him to ignore that one. So then he said to me, I want to tell her that I'm doing really good and if we ever got back together, I wouldn't talk about the future and I wouldn't be a beta male anymore. Well, isn't that kind of the definition of a beta male? The fact that you have to <laughs> announce what you now are and uh, tell them how you've changed. If you really change, then they'll see it. You don't have to announce it. So I said, no, you are not to respond with that at all. So then he informed me that he had deactivated his Facebook when they broke up and now he had just reactivated it and she sent him a friend request. Should he ignore it? And he said that when they were breaking up, he sent her a friend request, but she ignored it. So I said, well, wait a few days and then add her. However, in the meantime, she retracted the request. And he said, should I be worried? And I said, no, never. <laughs> Don't add negative energy. Be patient. So then he said, it's going to be a lot of he said, she said here. Uh, after the breakup, he wanted to tell her. After the breakup, I did some soul searching and realized my problem was I didn't love myself. I was trying to fill that hole in myself with someone else when they can never fill it. I feel it, fill it, whatever. I started loving myself and my life is feeling so much better. I'm more confident, stronger, happy, and positive about myself, my life, my troubled history. Been working out. Um, then he had a picture that he included. I'm less religious, but that's another story. So he wanted to send that text. Again, I said, no. <laughs> you can't show that you've changed. You just have, to, I mean, you can't say that you've changed. You just have to show it. And he asked, but why is it beta? I feel really confident about myself and not needy at all. And I said, well, if you really feel confident, then you wouldn't need, feel the need to prove anything to her. You're giving her way too much information that's beta. Alphas are succinct in their communication. They're not gonna go on and on about how they've changed. Then he said, should I bump into her at work and create small talk or just start with a text after 30 days. And I said, it's not a matter of how many days. It's about what her next move is towards you. Let's wait and see if she contacts you for Christmas. If she does, you can respond and say happy holidays. Then he wanted to text her, you and I should spend some good time and connect. I want to see you and look in your eyes and say what I want to say. I want you to look at I, my eyes and tell me what you feel. No. <laughs> More beta. Then he wrote, I haven't heard from her. I really want to text her. I miss her or something or bump into her at work. But you don't recommend it, right? And I said, you're going to undo all the no contact that you've done and you're going to look beta. Remember, they don't care if you miss them. I don't know why you guys think that just because you tell someone that you miss them that they're going to want to be with you. They don't care about your interest level. They care about their interest level. Okay? So, luckily, a few days after that, she texted him. And he said, she texted me. She said, can we just talk normal? I just got a new beautiful apartment. Should I... Oh, okay. And then he said, I just got a new beautiful apartment. Should I invite her over? What should I do or say? How do I play this? perhaps invite her for a drink and I said okay yes invite her over do not act overly enthusiastic either over text 
or when she shows up. So he did respond and on the Monday he said to her Friday at 7 p.m. and she still had not responded. And he said, should I continue to chill and wait? What if she ignores it and Friday passes? She's the one who said, can we talk like normal? And then we suggested she come over for a drink and talk. And I said, no, you need to chill. <laughs> no double texting, even if it's from another platform. He was going to hit her up on another platform. If Friday comes and goes and you don't get together, that will show you her interest level. So then he said that his friend picked up his laundry for him because he was not going to the laundromat this whole time. And she said, he can come to see me, you know, I don't bite. So he wanted to go to the laundromat, but she had still not returned his text. So I said, no, she agreed to meet with you. So if she doesn't follow through, there have to be consequences. And he said, what kind of consequences? <laughs> and I said, meaning that you don't reward bad behavior by going to see her. And he said on the Saturday, I didn't meet with her and she didn't message me. I had a great time with someone else though. Anyway, <laughs> what if I saw her next week, had a warm smile, made eye contact, and before we end the conversation, say directly and firmly that I didn't appreciate how she didn't follow through. Could I do that in a strong way that would project respect and strength? And I said, no. <laughs> Bringing up the fact that she didn't follow through is weak. You need to stay away from her until you hear from her again. To which he responded, Unfortunately, I just don't think she'll reach out. I'd like to do one last test, then truly forget her. Maybe I could say, Hey, you ghosted me and didn't follow through last week. I want you to buy me a few drinks at a bar or something like that. This sounds like advice he got from a male dating expert. I know it. I know it. It sounds exactly like what a guy would tell a guy to do. But that's not what I would tell a guy to do. And I said, no, absolutely not. Just chill. You've done no contact this long. Stop trying to rush things. He goes, well, what's my plan? <laughs> Ignore her until she maybe responds? I think if I engage her, I can be friendly, bright, confident, and she'll be open to me. And I go, you keep forgetting she blew off the date with you. Stop trying to speed things up. So time went on and then he said, Lucia, we've been broken up for like three months now. She texted me last over two weeks ago. I think I should change my game and pick up my own laundry. And I said, it may be three months since the breakup, but it hasn't been three months of no contact. You're able to avoid her and have someone else pick up your laundry for you. I know you're dying to see her, but she's going to be able to see through you and know that you're not really confident. But I can't stop you. If that's what you want to do, go ahead. But I don't advise it. And he said, all right, I'll follow your advice. I just don't see the point in waiting over three, four, five months without trying something. Because it obviously isn't working if so much time goes by and nothing happens, I feel. And I said, something did happen. She reached out, said she wanted to talk. Unfortunately, then she ghosted you and you broke no contact by texting her. If she's willing to ghost you after reaching out to you and saying she wants to talk, then she's definitely not ready to get back together. And then he came back with, I know it's stupid as F to message. This is a message you wanted to send her. I know it's stupid as F to message you, but I'm doing it anyway. 
After we broke up, I thought it would be good for you and me if we had no contact. So I avoided you. I don't know if you moved on happily, but I miss you because for a time we had something special. I understand if you moved on completely. For me, I still miss you and want you. And then he goes, let me send it. And I said, no! <laughs> Ew! Beta, beta, beta! So then guess what? She messaged him. Okay. Have faith, people. Have faith. And uh, she said, hi, Chris. His name is Chris, by the way. He doesn't mind if I tell you. <laughs> and so he wrote, hi, who is this? <laughs> Perfect. So she goes, oh, okay, so you already deleted my number. You know, I talked yesterday with a, you know, a friend of his. And you know I'm not going to bite you when I see you. Again, she's talking about the fact that he's still not going to pick up his laundry. And so I said, just because she has love for you, it doesn't mean she wants to get back together. Don't do anything. You will start to get your laundry when you decide to pick it up, not when she tells you to pick it up. Okay. And so he actually did not respond to that text. And later she wrote, really? Nothing? Two hours later she wrote, it's childish, Chris. Yeah, it's childish. <laughs> and he said, should I respond? And I said, no. <laughs> Don't respond to name calling. And then he said, she tried to call me. I was busy and didn't answer. I said, do not pick up. She needs to leave a message. I repeat, do not pick up under any circumstances. As you can see, by ignoring her, She's escalating her attempts to reach out to you. That's exactly where we want her. Okay? That's the plan. You guys are way too quick to respond when you get thrown even one little crumb from your ex. And as you can see here, he was not responding and it was escalating. Okay? That's the power of no contact. So moving along, he asked, is it time to start posting pictures in my story so she can see them. I really want to reach out to her. Just one conversation, face to face. Then if it flops, I'll do another 30-day no contact. And I said, no, do not reach out. I said, yes, you can start posting. So then she threw us a curveball. Always be on the lookout for curveballs. And she said that she was quitting. She texted him and said that she was quitting her job. And she said, good luck and God bless you. So he's freaking out, thinking he's not going to be able to see her again. And he knew that she was working the next day. And he wanted to go by her place of work, the laundromat, and have a short conversation. So he did. I let him go. <laughs> and she said that she was glad that he came. And an hour later, she sent a wink in a text. So this went back and forth for a few days. They had conversations. And then she called but didn't leave a message. And he said, should I call her? And I said, no. And then she texted about grabbing a beer and he agreed. However, on the day they were supposed to meet a few days later, she backed out with some excuses. She said, can you do me a favor and just postpone our meeting? I really care about meeting you and talking with you. So he was not happy with that, as you can imagine. And he said, should I say, no problem, I wish you the best and I don't think we should continue this? Or, no problem, reach out when you want to schedule, reschedule. <laughs> See what happens when you're really into someone 
you can't think straight. You're very reactive. You're very emotional. So that's you know. So she wanted to postpone finally meeting up for a beer, and he wanted to break break it off because she postponed it. And that's why he said he wanted to say, "I wish you the best. I don't think we should continue this." Which is like a huge overreaction. It's like, geez, all I did was want to reschedule this, and you're t- totally. <laughs> Obviously, he was trying to get a reaction out of her. So, you know, you got to chill and just go with the flow and say, okay, you know, sure, no problem. We can reschedule. Then when he didn't hear from her, he wanted to send her again another crazy text, which said, you're missing your chance to be with me because of some lies you're telling yourself. And I'm I'm an amazing, awesome guy. I'm not needy. (laughs) I just wish you would follow through on your commitments to hang out. Then you would see how much I've changed and strong and how strong I've become. Ugh. So, of course, I said, oh, my God. Yes, I literally wrote, oh, my God, do not message her that long text. I told you, you can't tell people you've changed. You have to show her. The fact that you still want to send things like that tells me you're still being a beta male. So he ended up not hearing back from her about rescheduling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so he asked if he could post a picture of him with another female on his stories. I said, okay, well, what do you know? The jealousy card worked. As soon as he posted the photo of him with the other very attractive female, she texted him, good luck with everything in life. (laughs) And uh, he said, what should I do? And I said to just text, well, what do you mean? You know, play dumb because it's like, what, do you, what does she want? They're not together. She broke up with him. He has a right to be out with other women and now she's acting all indignant. And so when he wrote, what do you mean? She wrote, you know what I mean. <laughs> and he wrote, no, not really. And so then he said, I feel like she's angry at me. Maybe I'm misreading this, but should I ask her, send her a text saying, are you angry at me? And I said, no. (laughs) Another beta move. Yes, she's mad, but she has no right to be. She blew you off twice and you are not together. If you want to post photos with another girl, there's nothing wrong with that. She's the one that needs to get over it. And he said, I'm used to talking about issues with people not ignoring them that feels like the main difference here if she's angry just thought to ask why and whatever she said it would just be her feeling doesn't mean I agree that she has the right to be angry but maybe I'm still am too beta and I said if she wanted to talk about it she would have kept texting but she didn't okay so then I didn't hear from him for a while and what do you know he had been able to actually go on a date with her see the jealousy card worked And he said, the night scored a 9 out of 10. We walked to our first date place in the park. Good energy, lots of kissing, making out. Came back to my place, no sex. She apologized for ghosting, breaking up. (laughs) It feels like she has been waiting for me in a sense. I feel she wants to get back together, but I'm going to take it real slow and patient. So then he said, she canceled our third date. At the end of the conversation, I asked to see her again. She said she couldn't, even though she works 10 minutes for me. I want to message her I can't meet tomorrow because a friend wants to hang out. She doesn't even want to spend time together, I feel, and I have other girls I can see, like tonight. I want to be with her, but she's pissing me off. 
So I looked at their text exchange and I said, she didn't cancel the date, she postponed it. What are you talking about? <laughs> and he said, okay, well, what should I say now? And I said, you better calm down. <laughs> Your high interest level is gonna get you in trouble and you're going to screw this whole thing up and you're gonna end up kicking yourself because he was just very reactionary for every little thing. So then there was a misunderstanding with rescheduling the postponed date, which was supposed to be the next day. And he was the last one to text. And also she was the one who postponed it. And he said, tomorrow's fine. And yet he didn't hear from her. So he says, well, should I text her? And I said, no, if she wants to see you, you shouldn't have to prompt her. And, you know, besides, she was the one who broke up with him, so she's the one who needs to be putting in the effort. She postponed it, and she could have checked in with him. But she didn't. And so she didn't show up, and he didn't reach out to her, and he said, she totally blew me off. What should I do now? Move on? What should I, what would I say to her if, when she texts me? And I said, at first, chat normal like nothing happened. If she mentions blowing you off or getting together, just say you didn't like how she behaved and she's going to have to make it up to you. Or just ignore her texts for a while. Well, we certainly found out her interest level because the next day she texts it and she goes, Hello, so I see how you don't give a, a damn about me. So I'm not going to beg about anything. Wish you good luck. <laughs> Fake breakup. And he goes, What? I waited for you yesterday. I thought you were going to come at 8, 8 p.m. like we said and you never came or texted me. And then she sent a message which is in broken English, so I won't read it because I'm not even half sure what it says. But basically, she expected him to reach out saying that she was always the one to reach out and he needed to make an effort too. And he said, well, what, what do you want? Do you want to explain more on the phone or just come over? Because you can come over right now. I'm not going to argue through texting. Didn't you know we said 8 p.m. last night? If you didn't want to come, you just had to say you didn't want to come. And she said, BS, you know what, figure out what you want. <laughs> and then he had another beta response to that, which luckily he didn't give. He passed it by me first. He said, holding you when you have a nightmare. That's what I want. The whole thing must be a big misunderstanding. Or I could swim across the ocean, climb any mountain or cut through any jungle to get to you. Oh my God, where is he getting these from? And I said, no, just say, obviously there's been a misunderstanding. So let's pick another day and time and not make a big deal out of this. And so it took her two or three days to get back to him. Why? Because she was used to him chasing her. And he thought that if she got mad and disappeared, that he would go chasing after her after he had done that in the past didn't know that he was dealing with, that she was dealing with a new guy. See, that's how he was showing her he wasn't the same guy. Not by sending messages saying, I've changed, I'm not beta anymore. No, you just show her when you respond to her about rescheduling and she doesn't respond for two days, you chill. You just wait for her to get back to you. So then I didn't hear from him again for a while and the next time I heard from him, this is what he said. We're back together. She slept over last night. I made breakfast for her in the morning. She would have come back to the US with me if um, this virus thing hadn't happened. The 30 day no contact and avoiding her with laundry worked like a charm. I really appreciate you and your advice so far. 
And that is the happy ending. They're finally back together. <laughs> what a journey that was. So I hope you've learned a lot about what it takes to get someone back. It's not just a quick one-time conversation most of the time. It takes months and months, especially if you were too needy, over-pursuing, and a beta male. So if you want me to help you get your ex back, you can contact me for private coaching at theartoflove.net and we will send you the rates. The direct link is below. If you enjoyed this, I would appreciate if you would like and also to share, most importantly, because that way you can help someone else who is on their journey to get their ex back and they might hear some information that will be helpful to them just as hopefully you heard something that was helpful to you. If you're listening to this on iTunes, I would appreciate if you would rate and review the podcast. And finally, remember that love inspires, empowers, uplifts, and enlightens.